Coming to you live from stunning locations across the greater Toronto area, it's the Bad With Numbers 25th episode award show mailbag questions season one finale. Now please welcome to the stage your host for the evening, Mr. Billy Crystal. Um, did any of you guys think to book Billy Crystal for this? Fuck! Welcome to Bad With Numbers, a podcast about terrible sequels, but this week, well, we're not going to talk about a terrible sequel. Uh, what we're going to do instead is dole out a few awards to the terrible sequels that we've watched over the last 24 episodes. I'm Neff Knowles. I'm Laura Medeiros. I'm Roddy Guzm. And I'm Megan Swain. And this is the Bad With Numbers 25th episode award show mailbag season finale. <laughs> Trumpet sounds. <laughs> this podcast is now 75% vaccinated, might I add? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catch up, Roddy. No, it opened. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. They got booked real fast here. Bro, I won my neighborhood's Hunger Games. I got mine. <laughs> I waited out at 3 a.m. or like 4 is when I actually got there. But like, I I worked for that. <laughs> it was raining. It was cold. I hated it, but I got it. And now I am 5G compatible and I'm so excited. Congrats. My experience was the complete opposite. They texted me on the Thursday and said, would you like to make an appointment? And I said, yes, please. Booked one for Friday afternoon, strolled downtown to get one. I uh, got shot in the arm and then felt like I was going to die for 36 yeah, hours afterwards same. because holy <laughs> shit, that was fucking brutal. My mom came with me because she didn't want me to be alone. <laughs> so she hung out with me for like three hours while, you know, it was dark and cold and everybody was trying to figure out how to efficiently line up. And literally it, it was like a football field worth of people and it looped around the field like four separate times. That's how many people wanted that. My mom lives in Nova Scotia and she was like the last person in the queue of uh, wherever she was getting her vaccine and they ended up coming up one short. Oh, no she didn't get it has she had it since Uh, i think they rescheduled her or something i can't remember what she said um yeah so this week we're just kind of this is just a fucking hangout right i feel like we've earned this we've uh we've talked enough about movies so let's talk about our podcast instead (laughs) do you guys want to do the box office for bad with numbers oh yes yes (laughs) sure just just to know what it means (laughs) <laughs> okay so we started the show uh october last year we have put out 24 episodes in that time to listen to those 24 episodes back to back would take you 32 hours and 47 minutes yes i added it the fuck up uh and that's not including all the shit that we cut if we include all the stuff that we cut mm, we're probably talking about 50 hours worth of stuff <laughs> that's a couple of days we've spent talking about terrible sequels just uh chalk that one off the end of your life um okay basically these are the top five episodes episodes downloaded (gasps) so far 
of our show. I want to guess. No, I don't want to guess. Do I want to guess? Well, you can guess if you want. I was going to say, this is as of today. What's today? The 29th of April, 2021. Okay. Number five. Anybody want to hazard a guess at what number five is? The boy. Mamma Mia. You're all wrong. It's actually American Pie 2. Oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, I guess people really wanted to hear us accuse movie characters of sexual assault. (laughs) Also, fun fact, we have a YouTube channel. We don't ever talk about it on the show, but we throw episodes up there every now and again. That is by far and away our most watched episode on YouTube. It has had like hundreds more views than the other episodes. I have no idea why. I guess people just glommed onto that fucking title for some reason. You released it during Pi Day. Yeah. Or maybe they thought they were going to get the song. Maybe. Just a (laughs) one hour loop. Of American oh my pie. god! Oh, we should retitle all our episodes to song titles. Why was I not thinking <laughs> I that? I just, I really hope people were looking for American Pie by John McClane, and they somehow landed on our podcast. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like "What is this?" <laughs> oh no! When does it get to the part about driving the Chevy to the levee? <laughs> number four. Anybody know what number four might be? I'm just gonna keep on saying the boy, the boy. <laughs> No, it's not the boy. <laughs> I'm just going to wait before until it gets irritating. It's a problem, child. Matrix? Laura, got it. Our number four is our Matrix Reloaded episode. One of my favorite episodes we've done, if only because it features a segment where we try to get Siri to do a fart, which uh, <laughs> is a great encapsulation of this podcast, I Oh think. my god, I fucking forgot about that. I remember that, yeah. Oh, it was just so Cohen good. being like, hey Siri, fucking fart, oh, yeah. So good. Um, number three. <laughs> the boy? It is the boy! Yay! Is it the boy? <laughs> oh! Uh, Brahms, The Boy 2, one of my least favorite episodes we've done. Oh. That movie's just such a fucking non-event. Yeah. After we recorded that episode, I actually freaked the fuck out and was like, what are we doing? This isn't going to fucking work. But hey, we persevered and I'm glad we did. It was our second episode. Give me a break. Yeah. yeah. It was a bit of a risk because it was such a new movie that most people probably hadn't seen it. And I wouldn't say that, that we didn't exactly recap the entire plot. So no, what little plot there is to recap. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think that that was the problem. And you know what? We learned from that pretty fast. Hell if yeah, it doesn't did. have a plot, we can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it makes it a struggle and then you know which is weird because with our uh, before sunset episode it's literally talking that's the plot but it was great i had a great time talking about that so i love that episode um number two <laughs> so it's not the boy <laughs> now you've kind of exhausted that one now dude fine ghostbusters no it's not ghostbusters i'm afraid it is mamma mia here we oh. go again yeah Oh, that is a a great episode about a movie I could barely fucking make it through. Same. <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. Good times. Uh, I still listen to the soundtrack daily, so hello. <laughs> I don't think a movie we have watched has divided us quite as much as that fucking movie. <laughs> God. And like, just later on in the show, we're gonna rank our uh, every movie we've watched. I've got a feeling Mamma Mia is definitely gonna split the fucking vote on. Oh, that of one. course, it's always going to. I mean, you and I will always go head to head against the Mamma Mia. Yeah, I just don't get it. Um, no. <laughs> okay, number one is drum roll. Go on, Roddy. Problem Child 2? Number one is Problem Child 2, our very first episode. So I guess it's had a longer runway to get to number one. And sure, you know, I guess people dip in and like give it a listen and go, what the fuck are these idiots talking about? And then... (laughs) Some of them stick around. Thanks, guys. There's just people of an age that are like, oh, I remember that movie. I want to hear somebody talk about it. (laughs) Sure. Shall we 
start doling out a few awards. <gasps> it was uh, it was the Oscars last weekend. Yay, Nomadland. Yay, Minari. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like we should do our own damn fucking awards season. And I know that you're mm-hmm. supposed to do these things annually, but in COVID times, months feel like years anyway. And it feels like we've been doing <laughs> this podcast for a couple of years, at least at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've all got awards that we would like to give out to movies, characters, actors. So I guess we'll just go around the table and uh, and do one each to start with. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Where's the wheel? Uh oh. Oh no. Uh, we're not. I don't have a wheel. Tell you what, I'll go first then, just to get this rolling. Okay. This is the award for naughtiest little boy. Uh, this is a hard run battle here. We had a mm-hmm. uh, junior and Kevin McAllister were both front runners at one point in this, but the winner of this particular award is. <laughs> Brahms for being an absolute wee fucking stinker and killing a dog. Fuck you, Brahms. Well deserved. (laughs) Fuck you, Brahms. Okay, so this is the award for best rave scene with the worst sound system. Ooh. And I feel like that award goes to... Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> oh, man, you could throw in a side order of stinkiest rave as well there. <laughs> Sweaty. It's so weird to me that uh, there were multiple choices for that category to begin with, so... Yeah, I mean, I guess that Freddy versus Jason rave, what are they, they're like using a boombox in that fucking thing or something. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Jesus. Fucking field party. I'll, I'll, I'll go next. Okay, go. This award uh, goes to the best on-screen possible boner. Oh! Whoa! That, uh, You've got a lot you know, to choose from here. We've we've seen a lot of boners. Yeah, there was a lot of, like, you know, uh, you know, implied and folds and, you know, maybe that's a boner, maybe that's a boner, but ultimately what it came down to was the best, the best uh, on-screen <laughs> The best on-screen possible boner goes to Blade in Blade Trinity. Oh, that's right. In that interrogation scene, he has blatantly got a stiffy on. Yeah. Uh, We talk about too many boners on this show. (laughs) Too many? Between the boners and the bakaki, we really earn that little fucking E from uh, iTunes. Explicit. I thought it meant educational. Guess not. Roddy, do you have an award for us? I do. This is the award for the best person to leave stranded on a desert island. (laughs) (laughs) And this goes to... Amber from the Christmas uh, Christmas Prince a Royal Wedding because she's just a terrible person making her friends work when they're on vacation and that is a no for me so she's terrible and she deserves to be left stranded yeah fuck her she sucks <laughs> imagine that getting invited out to come and visit your best friend in a palace and then she makes you go and do all her fucking dirty detective work and you know they've done yeah. it a lot of time. She's done it a lot of time because they just accept it. They are so desensitized to her just asking things of her. They just accept it. You know, after we watched that episode, though, like we we watched. Um, I mean, I watched three different Prince movies that somehow had to do with Christmas. Um, but I did watch that whole series, all three of them, uh, over like Christmas night. So Christmas Eve, going into Christmas morning, and I fell asleep, and I had such a sound sleep through all three <laughs> of those movies, and it was wonderful the cure for insomnia christmas prince (laughs) 
Okay, so like a while ago, we started asking people to write into the show or tweet in at the show with like questions, you know, messages, whatever. And we've had we've had a few people message us, uh, but I kind of was worried that we weren't going to have enough. So what I actually did was um, I set up a voicemail line and took out an ad in Variety. I took out a full page ad in Variety. Uh, it cost me several thousand dollars to do it in the hope that we might maybe get some celebrities to call in and uh, and ask us some questions just to maybe bump the profile. So we had a few voicemail calls. Um, Let's have a listen to one. Hello, bad with numbers. It's me, Christopher Walken. Hey, I was just wondering what challenges you have encountered doing a weekly podcast. Goodbye. Wow, Christopher Walken. That's cool. Wow. Love that guy, even if he did. (laughs) What? (laughs) Sensor beep. (laughs) That part, baby. Um... (laughs) Yeah, um, wow. Uh, what challenges have we faced doing a weekly podcast? I mean, I'll throw it out to you guys first. Um, honestly, I've still been working through this, so uh, it's been fine realistically just because we usually do it in the evenings. Um, but I think scheduling in watching like a full on movie, and sometimes what happens is that we have to watch like the series in order to, uh, I guess, understand it a little bit letter, uh, better. So I think that's where I start to struggle is just where am I going to find that in this week? And then um, making sure that I don't do it too early as to forget what the fuck I'm talking about, but also not so soon as to not digest it properly. Same. I uh, I did that with the Captain America episode because the uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, I almost didn't finish Silent Time. I was watching it on one and a half speed. I've done that. Made the action really frenetic and exciting. Nice. Um, but yeah. <laughs> That in writing notes that are too vague. I sometimes I be more specific with my notes because otherwise I look at them and I'm like... Fucking Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we never did figure out Mandy Moore. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I think for me, like Laura said, like working full time during this and finding the time to like watch a movie was a struggle. But the thing that was like, that made it even harder was like, you know, you're like setting yourself up for like a bad movie and then you're like, but there's like, we talked about the Oscars, like Minari and stuff like, but Minari is right there but i guess i'll watch this movie this bad mm. movie instead <laughs> priorities i know so like the, the the to say to put more emphasis on the bad movies was a little bit harder and it gets to you watching like bad movie after bad movie after bad movie because i'm in, always in the mindset of like every movie no one's like no one sets out to make a bad movie mm. so but then when you see so much <laughs> It gets a little bit draining. <laughs> sure, I get that. I mean, I don't have such a qualm with watching the bad movies, but like you say about Twilight was a hard uh, episode to do because, like, Megan hadn't seen any of the other movies apart from the first one. So that was just, you know, a real fucking taxing challenge. I think, like, in terms of what's challenging about doing a weekly podcast for me, I mean... I edit the show. I kind of do the promotion for quite a bit of it as well. Do the you YouTube do music, videos. You do everything. I write the songs and all that kind of shit. And like, I love doing it. Don't get me wrong. So I'm not fucking griping. I have a ball doing it. But also, sometimes I underestimate how time consuming that can be. Like, it can take up to like 10, 12 hours to edit one of these shows sometimes. Um, and it has to be done over a couple of days because I can't just sit in front of it for like 12 hour stretches or I would lose my fucking 
fucking mind. No offense, but <laughs> None but yeah, I mean it's challenging. It's sometimes there's been a couple of times where it's got a little dicey, where we've got real close to an episode supposed to be coming out, and the edit still isn't finished or isn't mastered. I think like we've gone like maybe like maybe three or four hours before it was set to go live, where I've still been kind of tweaking stuff. I mean, okay, like real inside baseball talk now for listeners that don't know this. On our Freddy versus Jason episode... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not on that episode. When you listen to that, I'm not talking at the same time as the rest of these guys are. <laughs> because when we recorded it live, I kind of fucked up and had my microphone pointing in the different direction. <laughs> like a real fucking amateur. So when I went to play back the file, um, the sound was just absolute garbage on my part. Everybody else sounded fine. Mine was just like I was at the other end of a fucking aircraft hangar. So what I had to do was basically listen to my audio and ADR the entire fucking thing verbatim over the course of a day. And it yeah. took fucking forever to do course it. course of a day, it was the nighttime. Like, you were, yeah. you were yeah, like, you did I'm it just going to push after. through and we're like, are you, are you sure you want to do that? And you did it. So a little spoiler for our Freddy vs. Jason episode. Whenever I'm speaking, that's not live in the room. That was all recorded afterwards. So that holy good. shit. Sounds uh, very convincing. Well, you know. Seamless. I mean, you had the script right there. <laughs> exactly. I was literally just repeating what I had already said verbatim, inflections and all. And it was kind of humiliating to have to do it, to sit on my own in my lounge, <laughs> repeating myself. But hey, there you go. It was either that or we put out a shit quality episode and I didn't want to do that. So, you know. Should we do a question from a, a listener that isn't a famous person, or at least not as famous as Christopher Walken? Sure. Let's do it. This could be the extra content that you're talking about. Me futzing around on Google Docs. No, yeah, okay. I can't. I'm here, excited. <laughs> just hear a secret of death going like, what the f-? <laughs> Just swearing. <laughs> All the swears. You have to guess how much. Yeah, we should have done a tally at the beginning because there's no way I'm catching up now. Mm. Mm. A swear count? Amazing. Okay, Laura, go. Wow. <laughs> so we, we got a question of, what's your favorite dog-based sequel um, from Katie in the UK? And I can't even choose one. So give me a second, you guys go. Okay, uh, I'm just going to straight out of the gate say John Wick Chapter 2, um, because the dog makes it to the fucking end of that movie, unlike that first movie. So John Wick Chapter 2 is my favorite dog-related sequel. I don't know many dog movies. <laughs> <laughs> Air Bud. <laughs> I know, but like... you. <laughs> I'm literally scrolling through a list of dog-related movies right now, trying to jog my own memory. Fuck it. Okay. My favorite dog movie of all time is Benji, because I grew up watching it. It's it's perfect for very small children, because not a lot happens, and it's very sweet. It's just a very sweet little film. Uh, and it had a sequel where Benji ends up in Greece, lost at, I think, the Parthenon, hanging out with another dog. And I don't think it holds up to the... the this is the sequel I'm talking about now. Uh, I don't know if, it, if it's as good as I remember it, and I don't remember it being as good as the original, but uh, I guess I guess that's my answer. I'll just make one up and say Old Yeller 2 when he comes back from the dead. There actually is a sequel to Old Yeller. What? <laughs> okay, so I know that this is... I love dogs very much, but in cinema, I get scared. I don't want to watch movies. You know, Marley and me will always destroy me. We don't want to talk about, like, any of... Never seen it, never want to. No, and that's the thing is, like, I get very um, cautious when it comes to um, dog movies, let alone dog movies with sequels. So the only ones, like, I, I can't even think of, like, specific ones, but, like, um, 
Isle of Dogs is a fantastic movie. Um, I really like the animation in Bolt as well, but like sequels, I don't know, man. I I, I know I said it jokingly, but maybe Air Bud, any of those. <laughs> well, it's the only one that gets a lot of sequels. Like, Wait, Bolt how about, is a good uh, movie. excuse me, you're, uh, you're discounting Beethoven here. That's true. Beethoven's second, <laughs> Beethoven's third. Yeah. Pretty sure there was a fourth one, but yeah. There was a Probably. lot of those movies. Oh, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh, he counts, right? Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. Guess what? That is an episode. Oh, God. Oh, that's like one of my eh, favorite movies. Okay, okay there you go. It's not all the other two. It's Scooby-Doo Monsters Unleashed. Great. We got another question. This is from Daniel in Perth. Uh, he doesn't say if it's Perth, Australia or Perth, Scotland. I'm gonna have a guess that it's Perth, Scotland, in which case condolences. No, I'm kidding. Lovely city. There's there's one out west in Canada, isn't it? Well, it could be there, maybe. I don't know. Ooh. Anyway, his question is, who would be your dream guest on the show? Brendan Fraser. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it. <laughs> Although you wouldn't get a lot out of me, it would just be hyperventilating on my side. <laughs> I think mine, I don't know. I'm going to go with Paul F. Tompkins. Oh. Because he's just kind of consistently hilarious on every podcast I hear him on. I've got a lot of love for that guy. I think he's a fucking mm-hmm. real funny dude. So I'd probably go with somebody like him. I would just say Keanu Reeves because I love him. Oh, I knew somebody was going to, I was hoping somebody was going to say Keanu yeah. Reeves. Yeah. Also Canadian, you know, representing. Yeah, I, I would, I would try to get Patton Oswalt, who is, just seems like a just a riot to hang out with on something like this. I think he just seems like such a funny guy. Yeah, I like Patton. That would be cool to get him on the show. But you know, we're, uh, you know, let's hope he's listening. Patton, come on our show. Come on, why not? You did that fucking <laughs> red letter media shit. Come on. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he was on Red Letter Media, wasn't he? He was also in Blade Trinity, which we reviewed, and we specifically pointed out how underused he was. We were very complimentary about him in Blade Trinity. Yeah, he deserved a better role. (laughs) Wait, but if we had, like, Brendan Fraser on, Mm. like, wouldn't we just be, like, too starstruck and just want to listen to him for the whole time? Yes, Yes. it's a podcast. (laughs) He can talk. He can take over. You can just, I don't and, we, care. and it's just us going, uh-huh, mm-hmm, yes, Brendan Fraser, I agree. That's he could it. tell me all about, like, I don't know, his day going to the paint store because he got three different wrong colors of paint because they all dried wrong and how, you know, inconvenient that was. But, you know, he knew it wasn't anybody's fault. It was just a, a waste of time and he wished he was doing better things. I don't care. I don't care. What about this? It's controversial. Like, he's like, oh... I enjoyed Brahms. Fine. <laughs> New favorite movie is Brahms. <laughs> he could convince me. That's, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. No, he comes no. on the podcast and he's like, have you guys seen Mamma Mia? Awesome. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. If Brendan Fraser and I could talk about Mamma Mia all day, lose it. <laughs> like we're kindred spirits can you convert neth <laughs> we're gonna uh we're gonna start our campaign right now to get brendan fraser on the show um just so i can talk to him about airheads for 90 minutes because oh airheads is so fucking great oh it is i love it <gasps> then it's just gonna be us competing it's like my turn my turn right you had seven minutes and seven we're, seconds it's now my turn we're best friends so we all know <laughs> like who has a bracelet laura does okay that okay. um should we do some more awards yes we should it was a rhetorical question okay uh who wants to go first sure oh roddy roddy okay uh, mine is the award for being too sexy for right said fred 
and it's uh uh the mummy <gasps> when he's like not as mummyish. Wow, <laughs> he's very fit. <laughs> yeah, mostly shirtless, edged out Vin Diesel in that fucking category. Well, I mean, he was only there for like yeah, two. like he the screen time alone, put in the work, put in the work. <laughs> That's the lesson. In order to win this award, you gotta put in the work. Hell. Did you hear yeah. that, Vin Diesel? And not just get paid in riddicks. <laughs> and the next award is uh, Cutest Baby. Oh. Now, now, there was a lot of candidates for this. I mean, there was the babies in Look Who's Talking To. There was the baby in Mamma Mia. Aww. There was Twilight Breaking Dawn. No. Creepy <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> baby with weird CGI face. But ultimately... The, the the winner was the baby doll in Blade Trinity, the one that said <laughs> fuck you on it. Yeah. That got yeah. yeeted onto a subway track. <laughs> Hell yeah, the oh, yeeted man. baby. The fuck you baby. <laughs> what a legend. <laughs> My favorite. I think we should get him to be our show's mascot. The <gasps> fuck you baby from Blade Trinity. Mm-hmm. Put it on a shirt. Merch. Screenshot that. On a mug. Anyway, um, Laura, have you got one? Uh, yeah. Okay. So then for mine, I decided on best soundtrack to get a speeding ticket to. Okay. <laughs> um, and that award goes to Tokyo Drift. Yeah! Yes! Oh, what a banger of a soundtrack that is. Did you get a ticket to that soundtrack? No. No. Uh, I'm going to knock on wood. Never gotten a speeding ticket before. Nice. Well, the thing with that soundtrack in the movie, it's not only to get arrested to, it's like to go on a picnic, to get married. It's like pretty much universal. Bro, if I could walk down the aisle to the Tokyo Drift, like main song. <laughs> I just drifted. <laughs> just drift down the aisle. <laughs> drift, drift, drift. I, just like. Yeah. <laughs> can we do that? <laughs> <laughs> She's can I walk literally down asking the- <laughs> Can I walk down the aisle to Tokyo Drift? Fuck! Oh, <laughs> I was really boom. hoping that that was going to be the selling Arsh. point for you. Oh, yeah, no. Um, One day, no, I'm just picture. I was just picturing Laura in like a long wedding dress in like a Mario Kart, just <gasps> like, just like hell yes. sideways, I'm just rolling in. Okay, we got another award. Uh, this award is for the laziest villain. This could have gone a few ways. I think like we uh. With Vigo the Carpathian just kind of, you know, hanging out, being a painting. Uh, Freddy Krueger hanging back and letting Jason Voorhees do all the fucking work for him. But the uh, the winner of this award is actually... The Blair Witch for not even showing up to her own damn movie. And here to collect the award is The Blair Witch. Oh no. <laughs> you guys so much and thank you for this lovely award oh thank you for showing up how are you (laughs) i do believe last time i spoke to you i put a hex on all of you and i'm terribly sorry about it no you're not you're right i'm not (laughs) fuck you (laughs) fuck your award too goodbye what a fucking bitch i i don't want her here she sucks Jesus, why do we keep fucking letting her in the building? Oh my god. That's, that's budget for next year. And security. Alright, let's do uh, a few more mailbag questions. Awesome. Our next mailbag question is from Vince in Austin. Ooh, Austin. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the question is, what movies did you almost cover and then change your mind about? 
Oh. Fuck. Okay. Um, so there were a few that were on the schedule that we're probably still going to do. I'm looking at you, Greece, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. But maybe we just couldn't fit it in somewhere where we didn't want to be like doing the sort of same movie two weeks in a row. Um, one that we talked about doing was The Kissing Booth 2. And we kind of dropped that fairly quickly, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Just because nobody really knew what the fuck it was, right? <laughs> yeah, because we were like, okay, we're yeah. going to do Kissing Booth 2 next week. And then we looked to Roddy because we thought Roddy knew what the hell that it was. And he was just like, no. I know <laughs> of it in pop culture. Sure, but uh, sometimes we have to go a little deeper than that, I think. Um, I think we were scared to because we just yeah. went through a, a few movies where we didn't really do a pre-watch. And mm. then like mm-hmm. seeing how hard it was to talk about something when we don't know what we're getting into. Yeah, I think that's kind of one of the core lessons we learned doing this show is you got to screen that shit before you announce it as an episode because there was a couple of times <laughs> yeah. where it was like, I mean, I remember it with Brahms too. We were, uh, sorry, The Boy too. We were like, oh yeah, next week, The Boy too, And none of us had seen the fucking thing. Yeah. And then when it came to watch it, it was just like, oh, what the fuck is this? What are we going to talk about here? Mm-hmm. Didn't we almost do one of the Fifty Shades movies? Yes. Oh, yeah. We, we were kind of, that was going to be our value valentine's movie was gonna be fucking 50 shades of gray bullet dodged yeah and i think the consensus was just like this isn't something that we're going to enjoy talking about right those movies are kind of grotty i only ever saw the first one and i didn't enjoy the experience of seeing it and i just kind of feel like that's not really our wheelhouse talking about shit like that yeah there are ones that like we're all very passionate about too and i mean that's the other thing is that we are very like specific when it comes to mm-hmm. bad with numbers so mm-hmm. some things that i would want to cover would be um you know part of the good with numbers thing and mm. and that's not really where that fits mm. so yeah. i think for us it's where does it fit in the scheduling and um what can we talk about it you know because even though i love mummy returns i love everything about it it's not necessarily a quote unquote like by the book good sequel <laughs> right no i it- and there's a lot of kind of like stuff to to riff on in Mummy Returns, right? There's a lot of kind of doofy stuff. I mean, like I enjoy that movie, as I'm sure we'll find out when we do our rankings later on. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I think we do, we definitely dodged a bullet on those Fifty Shades. Oh, yeah. um, there was talk of doing Blues Brothers 2000. We might still do Blues Brothers 2000. I have a vague recollection of being extremely skeptical of it when I was about to watch it, and then I watched it, and it was good. But I think with that one, it's kind of like, how much do you love the first movie? I think yeah. the, the more you love that first movie, the more you're going to be offended to by that sequel. Yeah. I know with Good With Numbers Month, we all kind of waffled on multiple choices. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think like Good With Numbers was like the toughest one to actually like pin down our choices. I know, Megan, you had a couple of, of ones that I was super enthusiastic about. Um, yeah, I was thinking some of the other ones on my list included Die Hard With a Vengeance. Which I Ooh. can't <laughs> wait until we actually get around <laughs> to doing that episode. I love that movie evil dead too same <laughs> such a good movie but uh, i mean back to the future is is a, is a trilogy that's pretty close to my heart so sure it was weird because i felt like when we were choosing our our um episodes it was like for me personally it was like what would represent me the best <laughs> you'd already done it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly okay what's my second (laughs) marvel yeah exactly i know i i definitely kind of was i spoke about on the episode about train spotting too but as well like adam's family values was one that i kind of toyed with the idea of doing because it is a really good sequel um but yeah i mean you know what 
we we might be running that good with numbers again at some point. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I feel like we kind of need that respite from doing a terrible movie after terrible movie. Uh, let's go to the voicemail for a question. Bad with numbers, eh? Uh, we'll see about that. The ghost of Shashon Connery here. When you're not talking about terrible sequels, what podcasts do you like to listen to? Wow! Our first ever <laughs> ghost caller! We, I mean, we've had, like, witch callers. Yeah, no, but this one's a real deal dead person. Wow. What do they use? It's like landline? I guess they've got, I guess they've got Bell up in heaven. Um, I listen to Off Menu with Ed Gamble and James Acaster. I love Off Menu. It's just, particularly during these times, it's just nice to hear people fantasize about what they would want to eat at a restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it kind of it hits the spot, man, of just missing that whole restaurant thing, doesn't it? Fuck. Like, I would just, just to, like, I don't even think you could do this anymore, just to go to a pub and share some fries. Well. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, you can, you will be able to again soon, don't worry. You just have to have proof of vaccination, and then like, all right, let's share. Anyone else? Um, I mean, I, I listen to um, the Digital Waffle podcast every now and then. It's very much same kind of format as us, where it, it feels very homey and very hanging out-esque. Um, but it's geared more towards like video games and um, pop culture sometimes and stuff like that. But yeah, no, it's it's just fun. I mean, look, I listen to a lot of fucking podcasts. Uh, the daddy of bad movie podcasts for me is We Hate Movies. I fucking love those guys. I think they're great. They were kind of an influence on this show. Let's not fucking, you know, make any bones about that. Uh, I also love Blank Check with Griffin and David, um, which I think is just a great deep dive into the work of um, directors following their filmographies. Uh, Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood is another fucking fantastic, hilarious podcast about movies. I mean, like, outside of movie stuff, I generally tend to like listen to comedy so yeah like Roddy said off menu um mark maron is obviously a fucking hero of mine i really like richard herring's show i love adam buxton's podcast um and fucking comedy bang bang as well which is just you know the the finest fucking improv comedy show out there megan you got any um i i don't listen to podcasts as much as i used to but i uh there's one that i listen to off and on called late seating it's hosted by uh jason harding and steve shives of youtube fame um and they talk about movies that are famous or infamous and whether or not they live up to their uh their fame or infamy I guess we should shout out some podcasts done by uh friends of ours uh one of which is that was a show hosted by our friends uh, Brim Burney and Aaron Yeager. Woo! That's a, a great podcast that, like, delves into uh, little-scene TV shows from the past, mostly from the 90s, but they've dipped around the 70s and 80s as well. Uh, they did a really good episode on um, Chris Elliott's show, Get a Life, which uh, is one of my favorite fucking shows as well. But yeah, um, yeah. so check out uh, That Was a Show, which is available wherever. And also um, Wild Nights with Rocky Powell, which is uh, a podcast in which Rocky Powell will uh, check to people about the craziest experiences they've ever had on a night out and that is also very funny and a great listen so i thoroughly recommend you check that out as well so shout out to those guys i guess yeah yeah wow sir sean connery from beyond the grave just want to know what the afterlife is like well maybe he'll call back on our next mailbag app and let us know Should we rank the movies? 
Should we go around and just say what fucking order we would put the 20 bad with numbers movies that we did over the course of this season? Are you sure yes. you want to open that bag? Uh, I'm kind of spoiling for a fight. Should we just fucking get into it? Let's go. Has everybody got a list to hand that we can use? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll just go around um, in the usual order and just say, like, what our number one, like, favorite movie was, and then we'll just work it backwards from there, I guess. So my number one top pick movie I've enjoyed most out of... This is just out of bad with numbers. We're not including the good with numbers movies. No, yeah. But my number one is Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Love it. Okay, acceptable. <laughs> A little disappointed, but that's fine. Um, obviously, Mummy Returns, number one. What? I know. No. I know. <laughs> that's so out of character for me, but I just really <laughs> enjoyed, you know. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. Fuck it. Ready? <laughs> Brahms. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> the boy Brahms. I enjoy. Okay, movies for me like are kind of like a. Oh, ooh, I thought I saw some hands raising up. No, I'm, you did. No, I'm raising my hands in. Abs- Look, I'm not going to sit here and <laughs> shit on your fucking choices. But However, fuck? you are a <laughs> fucking crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, like movies for me are kind of like that. They're the ones that you watch for yourself, but there's also the whole like communal experience. And I feel like the communal experience that we had after watching it was enjoyable in a weird way. <laughs> God damn. Okay, Megan, what was your number one? Moving on real fucking fast. No! Oh, uh, my, no. <laughs> my number one was Tokyo Drift. So should... All right, all right. Okay, all right. My number two is Mummy Returns. Okay, my number two is Tokyo Drift. <laughs> well, yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Thanks, Killing. Three. What the fuck, Roddy? Oh, Roddy. Roddy came to play. <laughs> Again, it was a lovely communal experience. We watched that uh, together. Uh... That's true. We did, we did watch that movie together. That's true. Uh, Megan, what's your number two? My number two is Mummy Returns. There you go. Mm -hmm. So the consensus generally, if we just completely discount Roddy from this equation, the consensus is is that Tokyo Drift and Mummy Returns are the best two movies we've done on the show. But uh, I feel like I'm back in that Brahms world again, where it's just me going like, but, but. Yeah, no, it is. You know why? (laughs) You brought this on yourself. Do not. But that's, it's a delightful conversation, even though it's great. <laughs> okay. All right. All Deal right, with your right. consequences. <laughs> number three on my list is Matrix Reloaded. Want to know what my number three is? Yeah, I do. Mamma Mia. Oh my <gasps> God. Okay. Okay. So the way. <laughs> that's your prerogative. I know. <laughs> I know. We, we, I was just shitting on Roddy, but um, <laughs> the way that I ranked it is my most likely to rewatch. So realistically, I would absolutely pick that movie up again. Sure. Roddy, number three. I mean, the, anything that created some delightful conversation. Cars 2. I was riveted by. Uh, <laughs> what, the fuck? what the fuck is going <laughs> Are you going backwards? I think Lily. you're going backwards. I was riveted by the, the discussion of whether or not cars have souls. Like, that is high up We also there. talked about if they fuck. He's using different uh, criteria. Yeah, Rhoda, your metrics, your metrics are very different from mine. Are you ranking by, like, podcast episode? Like, how, like... Watching it and the experience. They're, okay. like, interchangeable. Okay. Okay. All right, okay. that's okay. That's, that's cool. Megan, what's your number three? Uh, Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> it was out of all the movies we watched, it was one of the more cohesive ones. Ever how formulaic it might have been, very cohesive and still, you know, works. I would watch it again, even though I know fuck all about either of those franchises. <laughs> Number four for me, thanks, Killing Free. What? I, uh, 
I just liked that movie. I mean, it was cheap and silly, but I had fun watching it. So I guess Roddy's logic fucking applies there is we all got drunk watching it and had a good time. So mm-hmm. I mean, I do I do stand for Floas. There you go. The rest of the movie can fuck off. Uh, <laughs> and it has its own mystery that's still yet to be solved with Mandy Moore. It keeps us. It's still with us. I was just going to say, I tried to explain to a coworker what Thanksgiving 3 was about yesterday. And I just, I remember sitting there and staring at my hands and just, what was it about? <laughs> it's a fever dream. Right? We couldn't even explain to each other what that movie was no. about. So. It was like there was Nibla and he died and he was the DVD and 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 there was a park Iconic about... turkey murdered his own son and turned him into a DVD and some weird puppet from another dimension with no clothes on. See, you're like basically selling yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> should... And that's why it's my number four. There yeah. you go. Um, um, a number four for me would be Breaking Dawn, actually, part two. Nice. Wow. I know. <laughs> okay. Like I said, I'm definitely going to rewatch that. So, Any particular scenes? Uh, anything with Jasper Hale. Oh, there we go. You're watching it just for Jasper. I do I do like the fake out, the, 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 the battle, and then the fake out. Oh, that was great. No, it wasn't. It was fucking <laughs> horrible. Never, I loved it. That movie, first ten of all, out of ten. that movie was boring the shit out of me until it got to the fight scene, and I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome. And then, <laughs> and then it... Turned out that it was a fake out. I'm like, that's hilarious. Of all the ones for us to watch together as a unit, I wish it was that one, just so I could hear Neth yell. I laughed my ass off at the sheer fucking audacity. I was mad. Roddy, what's your number four? Uh, here we go. Go ahead. Mamma Mia. Yes, I will. I'll take that. It's great. I could sing it if you want me to, Neth. No, we're good. Megan, what you got at number four? Blade Trinity. Wow, okay, that's place and high. Again, comes down to cohesiveness and watchability. What, you know, what was it? Um, something guzzling thunder kind? You oh. cock juggling thunder sea bomb. Yep, that's the one. Yeah, hold on. um, Sorry. Oh, no, you can say cunt. It's fine. I just felt like editing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number five is The Craft Legacy. Really? Which I feel like we were maybe a little harsh on in our episode. I thought about it a fair amount since we watched it. It's not terrible. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's serviceable. It's a fine movie. It's not... I, I think on a broader scale, there are problems with it. But um, other than that, pretty cohesive. Yep. What's, what's his name? Nick? I'm still mad about that. <laughs> Laura, you're number five. Karate Kid. Okay. Okay. I know you were down with Mr. Miyagi, so... My boy. Roddy? Uh, My number five is also The Craft Legacy. Oh, nice. We got a little bit of simpatico going on there then. Like, I liked that movie. Like I said, I liked it until one point, but at least it was like, I felt like it was trying something. Yeah. I mean, out of all the things that we've watched, it's certainly one of the ones that I remember more. Certainly out of the ones Mm. that I've only seen like for this show, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, Megan, what you got at number five? Uh, Ghostbusters 2. I mean, it's, it's, as sequels go, it's kind of shitty, but again, I really like Vigo the Carpathian, and I watch it pretty much every holiday season, so. Sure, and just to tie in with that, my number six, Ghostbusters 2. It's, Hmm. it's okay, it's a cynical cash cow of a movie, but Mm -hmm. there's some fun in there, I guess. Mm -hmm. Laura? Uh, Blade Trinity, number six. Oh, wow, you guys are, you guys are a little kinder to Blade Trinity. Roddy. <laughs> Always nervous now. Uh, a Christmas Prince or Royal Wedding. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Jeez. Wow, your list is like the reverse of mine. Yeah, man. That's why I because, said. Because like that's a moment where like it's like it's it's a it's interactive. As you watch it, you're yelling at the TV, going like, What are you doing, Amber? 
See? Oh my god, Ambrose. Yeah, I mean, you might have been yelling at it. I was tempted to throw things at it, but yeah. Uh, Megan, what you got number six? Uh, Craft Legacy. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> okay, number six? okay, Craft Legacy. Yeah, you guys were much kinder than I was. Yeah. Uh, my number seven is Short Circuit 2, a movie that, oh, wow. yes, is racist as fuck, but, oh, that robot's cute. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> um, no comment. <laughs> Laura? <laughs> Um, Matrix for seven. Wow, that's kind of low down. I would have thought you'd have had that higher. I know. It was, it's weird because I believe, like, we, we talked with Colin about it and he's just like, man, I thought it was better. And I did too. So the more that I started putting things ahead of it, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, so. I kind of had the reverse of that, whereas I actually enjoyed it more watching it for the show than I have done previously. So, yeah, I guess that's why it's higher up mine. Uh, Roddy, what you got at seven? Uh, I have The Mummy. <laughs> oh, Laura's face says it all there what it was enjoyable but the kid's a bit much <laughs> he's what <laughs> a tad much yeah he is a little bit much um megan what you got number seven my seven is also matrix reloaded okay because okay. i saw it when it first came out and i'm still kind of mad about it <laughs> Fair enough. and rewatching it did not the effects didn't age well, and it's still kind of just nonsensical as a film. Just it's so just because uh, because I have such nostalgia. I have such a nostalgic attachment to the first film that second film. I'm just like. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number eight is Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. Uh, you know, it's fine. I mean, I kind of, <laughs> I don't, we're at the point in my list now where I'm just kind of shrugging at the most of these. So, uh, yeah, Laura, what's your number eight? Weirdly enough, Home Alone 2. <laughs> I also shrugged point. it away. Yep. <laughs> Proves my point. Roddy, what you got? I have Fast and the Furious, Tokyo oh. Drift. <laughs> the fuck, Roddy? <laughs> I, hey, it's a good place to be. Friendship with Roddy <laughs> ended. I'm just, <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> Seven and eight? Really? Really? Hey, that's like right in the middle. You put Cars 2 ahead of the mummy? Did the mummy make me question, like, the the physics of life and philosophy? No, it did not. Okay. Um, Megan, number eight. Uh, my, my my number eight is also Home Alone. Wow. We totally lined up apart from Brody. <laughs> Is it a great movie? No, but I watch it every there Christmas. Herd immunity for uh, Home Alone 2, apparently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, my number nine is Look Who's Talking To, a movie that I went into fully expecting to be one of the worst films we've done and just kind of came out of being like, eh, I laughed a couple of times. Laura, go. Oh, <laughs> I sorry, I thought, I thought that thought... No, I thought it was going Don't have somewhere. anything else on that. <laughs> uh, nine for me was Christmas Prince. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> How is it not above the mummy? <laughs> Jesus. The mummy um, is above all, Roddy. We will talk about this later. <laughs> um, Roddy, what you got at nine? Twilight! Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay, fair enough. I feel like I'm like I'm ranking it, but for the most part, all of them are still like, I like them and enjoyed them. Oh, you're not- such a politician. <laughs> God. <laughs> Like, Twilight was still a good time. I enjoyed the fake out. Uh, Megan, number nine. Uh, also, Twilight Breaking Dawn uh, for the fake out. The rest of the movie, I mean, the fight, sorry, the fight scene in the fake out. Everything else, eh. I kind of remember the uh, rock climbing scene right now, and I'm like, now I'm <laughs> seeing if it should go higher. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, where bloodlust, you yeah. know, like Bella with a bloodlust goes 
ripping through the forest to go eat a rock climber. Oh my god. <laughs> See? Memorable. My, uh, my number 10 is Freddy versus Jason, and we're starting to get into the point where I actively dislike these films at this point. Um, yeah. That one for me was kind of disappointing, and I seem to remember liking it a lot more than I actually did when I watched it for the show. I just kind of feel like it's just such a fucking non-entity of a film, so... Um, Laura, what's your 10? Mine is also Freddy vs. Jason. Wow, we're we're syncing up pretty well here at the moment. Right? <laughs> uh, also Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Megan. Well, she already did Freddy vs. Jason. So. Exactly. I already Freddy vs. Jason was my number three. Well, then three. put it again. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Problem Child 2 is my number 10. Where it's oh, okay. Middle of the list, because it's eh. I guess. I mean, does it work as a movie? Yeah. Would I ever watch it again? Probably not. Number 11 on my list is Cars 2, although now I'm wondering if that's too high. That's too high. Fuck that movie. Um, You know what's too high for Cars 2, Roddy? 11. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Should it go higher? I can switch. Thanks, Gillian, and Cars 2 if you like. No, we're good. Um, Laura, what's your 11? 11 is Thanks, Gillian. Roddy? Home Alone. Okay. Fair enough. I guess you're just not as festive as uh, the rest of us. I don't like Kevin's treatment of the lady friend. True. True. How he has the means. And Which just lady? Gives him- oh, sorry. You mean the. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The homeless Has lady the means the and just gives him. Gives her yeah. what? Also, can I just point? Can I just point out that uh, after we did that episode, but it might have been before our episode came out, but we definitely recorded it. SNL did a fucking sketch about Home Alone oh, yeah. Two <laughs> that had a very similar kind of fucking. Now I'm not pointing fingers at anyone, <laughs> but SNL stop stealing our shit. <laughs> You're gonna steal, steal from the best. Well, yeah, exactly. So why are you stealing from us? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, Megan, what's your 11? Uh, Blair Witch 2. Book of Shadows. Exactly as stupid as I remember, but not nearly as stupid as everything else. Okay. Um, number 12, I've got Blade Trinity. Just, I don't like that movie. Sorry, it's a bad film. (laughs) It is. (laughs) Laura? I'm on craft for 12. Okay. Very low down for you for that one. Yeah, I think it was the ending. I, I didn't vibe. Yeah, that movie really comes off the fucking rails in the third act. Yeah. I don't know. Roddy? Karate Kid 3. Uh, <laughs> Megan? Cars 2 is, is my 12. <gasps> my heart. Yeah, I can, I I can vibe I with really that. I like it. I had trouble getting through Cars 2. <laughs> yeah, I think that was, that was the one that I kind of stopped and started the most out of all the things we've watched. Normally, I can kind of watch these things in a one-er, but with Cars 2, it was a real fucking slog. Yeah. Um, number 13 for me, Karate Kid Part 3. Hmm. Just nonsense. <laughs> Absolute nonsense. Um, for me, Ghostbusters uh, Ghostbusters 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is where, because I, I didn't watch all the movies. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, but this one I just tied. Uh, these are my last ones that I just tied because I did not like either. Short Circuit and American Pie 2. They're my dead last. Oh, okay. Um, Megan, what have you got at 13? Uh, American Pie 2. Oof! Which I I mean I remembered it. It's probably higher up than it should be. Even I don't know. I remembered it being funnier than it ended up being. I don't know. I rewatched it and I'm like, eh. you know how like when you rewatch movies that you found funny before and you kind of have a nostalgic attachment to and you still kind of laugh and then you're like, why am I laughing at this? This is a really stupid joke. Um. So yeah, I mean there was parts of it that I kind of thought funny. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, number fourteen for me is Problem Child Two, which just kind of. 
just a gross film that doesn't yeah. really need to exist. Laura, what you got? Blair Witch. Okay. She's not going to be happy about this. Listen, she's texted me <laughs> twice. I hope she's already out of the building on her way home. Um, so many piles of rocks. If she's not, I'm going to throw hands. So let's go. <laughs> um, Megan, what you got at 14? Uh, Karate Kid Part 3. Yeah. Because it's nonsensical and just like, I don't know. Daniel gets his ass kicked an awful lot of times to get him to sign a form so that he can go somewhere else to get his ass kicked again. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot, that kid. Number 15 for me is Twilight Breaking Dawn Part (laughs) 2. Because fuck that ending so hard. I just, I don't know what the fuck you guys are smoking, but that ending is horrific. No, I'm still mad about it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm fucking butthurt because how dare they make me watch those wolf deaths if I didn't need to. Anybody who hasn't seen it and knows fuck all about the franchise, just skip most of the movie until it gets to the fight scene. Yeah, you may as well. And then, yeah, and then just watch that. And then you'll see. (laughs) Forget everything else in the movie, do they? doesn't matter. Laura, what's your 15? 15, I've got Problem Child 2. Yeah, I, I vibe with that. That's kind of around the same Exactly. We, we just kind of, yeah. None of us are ever going to watch that again. Yeah. Megan, 15? Short Circuit 2. Yeah. I mean, I like Johnny 5, but everything else in that movie can fuck right off. I don't, I don't I mean, it's nice to see, like, Toronto locations, but oh, then yeah, that's right. I can just walk outside my house and see Toronto. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have... There are better things that have been shot in Toronto than exactly. Short Circuit 2, yeah. like, movies that are way better. And there are movies where it's actually Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yes. Uh, number 16 for me is Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Just a fucking shit show of a film. Just And and that's the one that I'm most repentant about, like, telling people was a good movie in the past, because it is not. <laughs> it's fucking dog shit. Yeah. Uh, Laura, what's your 16? 16, I've got Short Circuit. I had it fairly high up on mine, out of kind of maybe nostalgic attachment to it, mm-hmm. but it, it's a, it's not something that we can really recommend to anybody uh megan 16 on mine is brahms boy 2 oh he's a little stinker that's okay we average out so now he's actually in the middle well i just found it really tedious that might be about to change roddy uh because my number 17 is brahms the boy 2 yeah my number 17 is also brahms the boy 2 because I, cause I, I really like horrors and thrillers that have a good, you know, build-up of tension. And I don't know, that one, it's just a doll telling people to do shit for him. That movie is tension-free. It does not have my attention. Yeah. That movie had this scene where Kitty Holmes realized how dangerous her child is and was like, maybe we should move the knives on the upper cupboard. Oh, yeah. And I was floored. <laughs> that's great. I thought He's gathering great. up all the knives, stuffing them in the cupboard. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Uh, Megan, what's your number 17? Uh, look who's talking to. Whoa, that's low down. It's a glorified, it's a TV movie, basically. Oh, yeah. You it's know, very... nothing happens until like the last 10 minutes of the film when, you know, they get robbed and the apartment catches fire and then the little kid, spoilers, saves his sister. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, it is very much a fucking sitcom pilot, that movie. Yeah. Uh, number 18 for me is A Christmas Prince, The Royal Wedding. A movie that after we did the episode, my friend actually texted me once he'd listened to it and went, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> because that movie really, really got me at the end of my fucking wick. Oh, just... It didn't make you want to frolic in the snow? No, it made me want to bomb the shit out of whatever that country they're in is. 
I don't know. Fucking, I just Aldovia? hate it so much. Aldovia. Can we start a fucking war with Aldovia? I know starting wars ain't Canada's style, but I think, you know, <laughs> there's a pretty strong case for fucking Aldovia getting the shit for that. Uh, Laura, what's your 18? 18, I've got American Pie 2. Garbage. Megan, 18. Uh, thanks, Killing 3. Wow. Real or down. Fun to watch while drunk, but actually, I don't think I was drunk when I watched that. That might be part of the problem, actually. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I would ever rewatch it on my own, just for funsies. Like, it just doesn't seem like the type of movie that I would ever touch again with a 10 But Lois. Well, except for Lois, I mean. <laughs> I will say this. It's better than Thanksgiving one because I went and watched Thanksgiving one after we did that episode, and um, it's better than the first one. (laughs) Really wild. Number nineteen for me is American Pie two, a film that (laughs) I just detest. I can't stand it. I think it's just a a toxic fucking movie. I agree, Mm. absolutely. Uh, Yeah, nineteen, Laura. Look who's talking to. Wow, you guys really didn't vibe with that one, huh? uh, It's a nothing movie. (laughs) It's. Yeah, I my life was better not knowing <laughs> that it lives. <laughs> so why, why? Uh, Megan, nineteen. Uh, Christmas Prince. Yeah, <laughs> it it was a chore to get through. Yep. It was really excruciating for me to to. I don't know. I don't know why. It just required a lot of physical effort. Yep. To maintain my attention. I don't know. I don't, I don't do chick licks usually. And here we are at the bottom. The fucking dregs. The the worst movie that we have watched out of 20 questionably bad movies. Uh, for me, at number 20, it is Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. No, it's fine. A film that I just hated with every <laughs> bone in my body. I mean, I, you, you've got the wrong nostalgia for it. So. Exactly. You know when you see a film and you're like, you just know that this is not for you in any way, shape, or form? Yes. That's mm. me in those Mamma Mia movies. <laughs> just, I, I'll, I can sit that shit the fuck out and live quite happily <laughs> for the rest of my days. I think I skipped to the movie theaters with my friends when we watched the first one. Jesus. <laughs> the only other time we just skipped to the movies is with um, Snakes on a Plane, so. Nice. <laughs> um, Laura, what's your number twenty? Cars two. Wow. <laughs> okay. Fair. Or sorry. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue with that. It's. Uh, I. I just couldn't. It's it, not a good one. Why? Are, why is there so much car death? Why? There's no reason for it. And why do they think that they can get away with that? <gasps> yeah. Um. Stupid. Megan, you're you're number twenty. Mamma Mia. Yeah. <laughs> Which I believe took like three, t- three tries to get through. Like I had to keep pausing it and then coming back to it. And I, normally I like musicals, and I actually do genuinely like Abba's music. I just didn't like these movies. Digital fucking high fives for placing Mamma Mia dead fucking last. I I just I just find it very as musicals go very un I don't know just it's it's lacking something. It's lacking some kind of verve i mean to me it's lacking everything but, but okay 
it it just I don't know it just didn't it just didn't work for me and I again I like ABBA uh, like ABBA's music so like I don't know maybe and I don't even have a problem with jukebox musicals necessarily I mean like I said I really love Across the Universe but Across the Universe is incredibly like it takes pains to do incredibly different things with the songs you know what I mean so I don't know I don't know that's it folks that was our fucking ranking of the 20 Bad With Numbers movies that we have been doing since October last year it feels so fucking long ago now but Uh, There you go. Let's uh, let's go to the voicemail and see if there's any more questions for us. Hey, bad with numbers. Vin Diesel here. If you could fight one person from the movies you've covered, who would it be? And your answer better be The Rock. Wow, Vin Diesel, such wow. a fan of that guy. I love that movie he was in, uh, Boiler Room? I don't know. <laughs> He's cool. He drives fast cars <laughs> and plays D&D. Who would you fight? Fuck, that's a good one. Um, Vin Diesel. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> shit. You're throwing it right back at nope. him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that sounds like you're fucking kidding. starting beef with Vin Diesel, Megan. <laughs> Any character that wasn't in The Mummy. Oh, that's your answer? Just anybody? No. Because um, you could take them on? I could take <laughs> like, them on. With Brendan Fraser on my side, I can do anything. Um, but I've already thrown down the gauntlet. I would fight the Blair Witch. Oh, mm. that's true. God. Fuck Laura. her. It's coming for you. <laughs> I just heard the door go. No, okay, no, we're good. I don't think it's her. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Okay. It's just somebody else breaking into my house. Um, oh, okay. I'll just make you stand in a corner. Just have a chair and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love to beat the living shit out of Steve Stifler from that fucking American Ooh. Pie sequel. Because Good call. If there was ever somebody that just needed to take a foot to the fucking testicles, it's that guy. I would like to have a fight of words with Celine from before. <laughs> oh, you're talking verbal sparring. Okay. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, it would be really challenging to win a fight with her. I thought you were going to fight Amber, honestly. Uh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, but like, you know what, at the end of the day, I want to get something out of it. And I feel like it's like, a, I'll benefit off my conversation oh, with Celine. Shit. Amber's Amber. not worth it. Wow. She's not. That's why I leave her stranded. I don't know what you're going to benefit from getting into a fight with Celine, man. She is vitriolic with her fighting. But then I will know after, like, I will have, like, a like an armor of steel for anything hurtful against me. <laughs> no one will hurt you ever again. No, no words can hurt me ever again. Because <laughs> she goes for, like, yeah, she goes for, like, what's it called? The gut? The heart? The jugular. She goes for the jugular, jugular man. Um, Megan, who are you fighting? Uh, uh, Brahms. Mm-hmm stupid fucking doll that's making demands on people all the time yeah i would drop kick that kid <laughs> but he has telekinetic powers doll i would drop kick that doll back through into the forest oh no fuck that i would drop kick him off a bridge onto the fucking freeway hell yeah see how them uh, powers work against a fucking 18 wheeler <laughs> we'll just let breed his foot and then return him back to the company and get a refund wow vin diesel thanks for listening and thanks for calling in and asking such a well-considered question <laughs> Um, we've got a few more uh, emails that we got from people. Uh, Megan, do you want to take this one? Uh, from Genevieve in Toronto. Which sequel-less movie do you wish had a sequel just so you could talk about it on the show? Easy. The Room. Yeah, yeah you think? Because <laughs> like, I just want to talk about, I guess, that genre of, of movie in general. 
Mm. Not just like the room, but I think that it would open up a whole different conversation that we could have as to putting yourself into the movie. You know, who's actually directing when you're writing it and acting in it and everything. There's no kind of barrier from different people adding on and saying, actually, there's no editing there. It's just literally brain to screen and it's not always fantastic. It doesn't always go of the way of the room. <laughs> it's almost like the, some people have more talent than others, some might argue. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if, yeah. we, if, we, if you're going to do that, then we're going to have to go down that whole Neil Breen fateful findings fucking That's world. That's the other thing, well. right? Breen. Oh, God. Holy That's shit. Good. That guy's so nauseating. Yeah, because I just watched a clip of one of his movies uh, yesterday, and that was the most confusing rabbit hole I've ever gone down. <laughs> I guess... It would have to be, for me, it would have to be something outright fucking terrible as well. Uh, let's just say Ballistic X versus Sever. Um, a movie that... <laughs> the 0%? A movie that has 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, mm. I actually... I feel like I may have seen that one in theaters. I might be misremembering it, but that's the one with Antonio Banderas and Lucy Liu as, like, dueling spies. It is one of the worst fucking action movies ever made, and I feel like a sequel would be, like, ripe for a fucking pick in the... <clears throat> uh, you guys got any? Ready Player One. Oh, no. I mean, it's coming, right? Yeah, you, maybe, I don't know. I mean, you mentioned it in the last episode, which I wasn't in, uh, but yeah, like, we had made a half-hearted attempt to read Ready Player Two, and I didn't make it through it either. I, sure, I wasn't even reading it, I had the fucking audio book, and yeah. I still couldn't fucking make it through Yeah, I got, I got about halfway through, and I was like, I just can't stand this guy's writing. Just, ugh. Yeah, it's I awful. Can't. I can't with this. It's yeah, and and I just I didn't. So I've never read the first book, but I've seen the movie and. Bleh. <laughs> oh, I know you've seen the movie because we saw that in theaters together. <laughs> yep, it's just just an assault of just a bunch of crap being thrown around on screen. I felt like you know, like it, it just and Spielberg put his name on that. <laughs> oh yeah, why for for experiences though? I would rank that pretty high. <laughs> it. Yeah, it, no. it felt more like a George Le Lucas, uh, you know, Star Wars prequel or something. Just so much crap being thrown around in the frame that I'm yep. like, what? This isn't how movies work. <laughs> I know that I know the book is just as bad, probably, but bleh. I want to say La La Land. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> La La Land for a sequel, because I remember watching that or rewatching it. And like Another Day of Sun is like a great opening. And I would rather pick up for anyone that sings in the beginning than having to follow Ryan Gosling. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's just... <laughs> Yeah. Because like, it's like this, this wonderful ensemble of like his like these cast of characters I would love to follow, and then we get like grumpy Ryan Gosling. You're gunning for Laura tonight. I man. know what the hell is wrong. <laughs> this is why our friendship is over. You know what? You know Vin Diesel, <laughs> who I would fight, it would be Roddy. <laughs> Fuck Damn. That. No. Um. So I can't agree. Right, I can't agree that yeah. I I would like to talk about La La Land, and if there was a sequel, that would be fun. Um, maybe not the same motives. Um, but there would be an argument there between me and Roddy as to how we both perceive that. I guess honestly, it would probably be another one v three. I'm not sure how <laughs> Megan feels about it. I I don't think I've seen it. I don't dislike La La Land. I think it's a fine movie. 
I'm just saying it has it's interesting like like the cast of characters like the whole another day to sun like like I feel like any of them like I it could be an anthology and we can now follow them and see their story instead of Ryan Gosling being really grumpy for a very long time. <laughs> He's allowed to be grumpy. What the heck? Yeah, man, he doesn't want to eat that cereal. <laughs> Emma Stone, I'm totally fine with it. Like, she has a perfect line about, like, what if it's a pipe dream? Classic. Ryan Gosling is just like, uh. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, uh, we got one more fucking question in the mailbag. Uh, this is from Marie in, and I'm going to butcher this, Heretic Karlov in the Czech Republic. Beautiful country, but um, apologies if I'm saying that wrong. What has been your favorite episode to record so far? Oh, okay. Um... I think there's literally, for me, there's literally too many to choose there. I think our Cars 2 episode was a lot of fun. (laughs) As much as I despised the movie, I had a ball doing that one. Riveting. And and the same thing, Christmas Prince. That episode is kind of hilarious to me a lot of the time. Like, when I was editing that, I was laughing quite a lot. Um, I really dug our Blade Trinity episode with uh, our good friend Alex Zakowski, especially when we played Snipes or Pipes, which is one of the weirder fucking quizzes we've done on the show. Um, And uh, Matrix Reloaded as well uh, with Cohen was a fucking huge Mm -hmm. amount of fun to do. Um, And again, when I was editing it, I was just kind of laughing quite a lot throughout (laughs) that one. Fucking Morpheus's crystal shop, come on. <laughs> no, I agree. I think um, A Christmas Prince was a lot of fun. Um, and I think it is definitely, I like to see each other when we're passionate about something. So watching how passionate Neth got was great. <laughs> and like, once again, Mamma Mia, fantastic. So then it's just kind of like, I don't know. I, I enjoy the ones where we bring out like the best and worst out of each other. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. Like Twilight, when we get to the part of podcast when we talk about the ending, it was solid. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I like mean... Like, they're just grateful moments. There's a reason I ain't so vocal on that Twilight episode. That's because I spent most of that episode just scratching my head trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Ooh, but I will say, like, like obviously, from the perspective of, like, having, like, being the only one that liked the movie, Brahms was interesting. For- mm. Okay. Because I don't think, has anyone, have you watched, like, have there been any episodes for you guys where it was, like, three of us hated it and one of us liked it? It's usually been pretty equal. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like I maybe liked Thanks Killing more than you guys did, but mm-hmm. I don't know. And maybe The Matrix as well. I think I was a lot more forgiven on Matrix. But yeah, you know, you're right. I mean, we do kind of balance out usually fairly well. That was just the interest where I was like, what? And then you do like a double take, like, did I? rate it so high yeah <laughs> yeah no i actually i mean i liked i i i was perfectly fine with the craft legacy like it, uh mostly because there there are aspects of the original movie that kind of pissed me off <laughs> and they tacitly avoided those things in the new one and i'm like oh good <laughs> but was that an episode that you enjoyed um oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay yeah i mean it it's uh, the Thanksgiving episode was hilarious because oh my everybody God. was so trashed yeah. when we watched that movie <laughs> that we couldn't even. The plot is so nonsensical, and a bunch of drunk, a bunch of people who watched it while drunk, trying to parse out what the fuck happens in that movie and just failing completely. Sure, and I mean talking of being trashed, like you know, I'll fess up. Yeah, on a few of those earlier episodes, I was either pretty drunk or pretty high when we were recording those episodes. Um, yeah, I kind of fucking learned don't podcast when you're fucked up it's a lot easier to fucking edit when you're not fucked up on the recording so Mm. generally i kind of feel like um keeping a clear head when we're trying to do this as well is uh is a bonus well that was something that we learned right yeah 
We learned pretty uh, pretty sharply. Mm. <laughs> Don't do a load of fucking drugs before you record a show. Um, <laughs> all right, thank you very much, Marie, for uh, for that question. Let's do our final round of awards for the evening. I feel like we've been putting this off. Let's get in there and do our last set. Uh, Who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay, Megan, you're up. So this this award is the best Keanu. <gasps> uh, is it is it Matrix Reloaded Keanu or is it, you know, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey Keanu? <laughs> Trick question. They're all the best Keanu. Hell Keanu yeah. Keanu is always the best. This is the correct answer. I thought it'd be like, wait, was he in Twilight? Like it was going back. <laughs> wait, is he in Cars? <laughs> no, he was in Toy Story. Ah. Okay, who wants to go? I could go. Uh, my next award is for the strongest back. It goes to Pat Morita for the Karate Kid 3 for carrying that film. Because <laughs> I would not have gotten through it if it weren't for him. Beautiful. Nice. I agree. Well Finally, exactly. Roddy and I are on the same page. <laughs> And the, the yeah. friendship is restored. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> My final award of the evening is to the most vocal thing that shouldn't be vocal at all. And again, this was just a tight field this season. We've got things like babies, cars, turkeys, robots, haunted fucking paintings that all <laughs> should not be talking and yet somehow manage to be flapping their fucking gobs but the winner of this award for most vocal thing that shouldn't be vocal at all is the cast of mamma mia 2 (laughs) seriously they need to shut the fuck up holy holy shit because he wants them to shut up because he wants them to sing that's why i just want them to all get laryngitis and never speak again Wow. When everything is good, Laura, let's dress up and Mamma Mia and do Super Trooper in his house. Please. We'll use the stairs. Yes. <laughs> like, go up and down. Jesus. <laughs> you guys are never coming to my yeah, house. Yeah, I'm going to have that stuck in my head. And then, we'll, and then the reveal will be basically we'll open the closet and show that there's a uniform that fits oh. exactly like a size. <laughs> and then he'll be more. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you will see me running naked down the street to get away from you because it ain't fucking happening. Uh, Yeah, and we'll hold our mic chasing you until you agree. Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe for our first live show. Beautiful. Or, or alternatively, maybe I have other ideas for that. But we'll we'll get into that at a later date. Um, Laura, you have the honor of delivering the night's biggest prize, the final award. Would you? uh, Would you be so kind? So. I believe the last award we're going to give out is for the movie with the most amount of car deaths. Okay. So that is going to, drumroll please, Tokyo Drift. Um, Laura, Mm? I just, I don't think Tokyo Drift's the actual winner. What? I think, I think another movie um, actually superseded it in terms of car deaths. Do you I think, think I... I think you fucked up. Well... And okay. I think we're making it worse by talking about it like this. Shit. This so is really I think, embarrassing. Uh, I, think, I think the winner is the other movie that had a lot of car deaths in it. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, and then, um... You can edit this out, right? No. 
<laughs> the winner is Cars 2. Oh, Cars <laughs> 2. Just fucking Tokyo Drift just got La La landed. Oh, my. <laughs> Cars 2 is the true moonlight. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> excessive amount of cars dying in that fucking movie. Yep. Which is weird. You would think the one with uh, car chases and a road, like all this kind of stuff. There's literally a scene where a car goes off the side of a hill and then they say that that always happens. It's like what? But Tokyo Drift's car deaths don't count, does it? They don't speak. But they're still... Do they have souls? Well, well then... Don't pl- Roddy, don't. No. 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 <laughs> Please don't. Um, I know that I know the rule of improv is to not say no, but I'm saying no. We're not getting into the whole fucking do Tokyo drift cars have souls. We did that already. Call Sean Connery again and ask if the cars there in the afterlife. Then we know the answer. And so concludes our awards for season one of Bad with Numbers, Ooh. and also concludes season one of Bad with Numbers. I guess. Um, we should probably throw out some thanks and shout outs to people. I want to thank my mom. Darn it! I was going to thank my mom too. <laughs> I want to thank my mom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mom. Uh, my mom doesn't <laughs> listen, so I'm not thanking her. So it's okay. You can thank my mom also, Neth. I will thank your mom as well. Your mom has been a, an ardent supporter of us, so yeah, absolutely thanks to her. Um, but also, yeah, I guess I just want to do a general thanks to like my friends and and coworkers who have also given me feedback on things and talked to me about movies uh, outside of life too. So I know that they actually listen, which was something that you know shows just the support that we're getting. And for the people who I have no idea who you are but i love you dearly thank you for listening for uh, to us ramble about nonsense uh, i want to honestly thank my mom and also you guys <laughs> Aww. Aww. it's always a pleasure i could be super tired but then when seeing you guys slowly i wake up <laughs> <laughs> nice um megan anyone um yeah i mean my mom doesn't listen to this but you know always in general thank my mom for giving me life and you Aww. know having sex with my dad no, oh just, come yeah, on, go oh, on oh, daniel kaluuya we don't need that <laughs> Um, <laughs> I want to thank you guys for, you know, for starting this because, because uh, like, I think it kind of got me through the, through the pandemic. Jesus. Uh, you know, this, this, you know, it's been fun. It's been so fun. Um, Aww. yeah. Thanks to people that, oh, right. Brian, who I would occasionally bounce ideas off of when I was, cause sometimes he would hear me complaining about the movie that I was currently watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I want to thank Natalie for enduring a lot of these movies with me and not minding that I had to keep pausing them every few minutes. Um, uh, Yeah, I just want to thank the following people for saying kind things about the show and bothering to listen to us. So a huge thank you to Ailey, Jill, Catherine, Tatler, Ben, Lynn, Nick, Katie, Rob, Chris, Sean, and even Bernadette, despite the fact that all she ever does is hassle me about Shrek on Twitter. Somebody had to bring him up, I guess, and of course it was going to be me, but I appreciate (laughs) it all the same. But yeah, just thank you guys for all the kind shit that you say to us on Twitter and for downloading and listening to the show. I also want to thank... um, our esteemed guests that we had on this season, mm-hmm. Mr. Alex Zakowski, a.k.a. Havilland. Go check out his music. He's our friend. We love him. And also Mr. Cohen Burry, um, yeah. a.k.a. Six Stroke. Again, somebody that I have a lot of love for and was grateful to have him on the show. And they're both welcome back whenever they damn well fucking please. They're both insanely talented. Yep. 
Um, and most of all, I want to thank you guys, as in you three, because when I pitched this to you, you unwaveringly agreed to do this. You didn't know what you were signing up for. I'm sorry that we had to watch so many of these fucking things. But, you know, you guys are fucking my Canadian family. And Aww. this pandemic has been horseshit. But getting mm-hmm. to do this every week with you guys has actually kind of kept me sane for the last year. Um, and I wouldn't change any of it apart from maybe not have the mic face in the wrong way on that episode, but, but yeah so and and again thank you listeners you know if i didn't thank you in the list then i'm sorry but it doesn't mean that i appreciate you any less it's interact with us great. more is what that means yeah, so hell yeah. thank you next time and, yeah but yeah. also yeah. hey thank you ness for setting yeah. the bar yeah. but like thank realistically you, like you're editing you this you host yeah. this like we're just we assemble when you call so like this literally wouldn't exist <gasps> here captain america oh you guys are kind are you wearing um, pants <laughs> this is the first episode that we've recorded where i am wearing pants yeah i dressed up for this one um, <laughs> it's an award ceremony of course you need to wear pants. exactly mm-hmm. um but. yeah cool uh i mean that's it we're going on hiatus for a little while now we're gonna take uh, a couple of months off um what are you guys gonna be doing any plans i mean you know it's not like there's a lot we can do we're still locked the fuck down here in ontario so naps and get vaccinated yes you do that good plan <laughs> um no i'm just gonna i don't know i guess i'll just start working on my my movie knowledge for the next time i'm just gonna kind of sit here vacantly staring at a space uh, <laughs> waiting for you guys to show up on a zoom <laughs> call gonna again go into suspended animation <laughs> so i'm gonna captain america myself i'm just gonna climb into my fucking fridge for two get months power down be careful we might get an email to first squadcast and the blair witch could be the one that's running yeah it. no oh, I, oh that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna hunt that bitch down let's go <laughs> megan you and i we're gonna go ghost hunting We'll go awesome. get stupid Brahms. Come back yes. and be like, you know what? Me and her had a time to chat and we realized there were a lot of things are coming and now we're best friends. <laughs> Who we really yeah, hate Bubs. is yeah. uh, that chick from The Grudge. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Grudge 2 might be an episode. Um, yeah. Uh, like I, I don't know, some some listeners may have no- noticed references to me being with child. Um, I am no longer with child. I am now, I now have a baby, but the, the baby Baby was premature. Uh, he hasn't come home yet. A lot of stuff. But uh, anyways, my hiatus is going to include spending time with my Your family. hiatus is motherhood. And also, motherhood. we welcome him with yeah. open arms into the bad with numbers fold. Can't wait to have him we on as a guest. We moms. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Megan. Uh, thank God. It's almost summer. It's going to be great. Can't wait to meet him. When you bring him to the house, can you play Tokyo Drift? <gasps> Drifting with the, <laughs> the, the, the like, stroller? The stroller. Oh. I don't know. I yeah. I, I don't. I don't want to get. I don't. I don't want to get called by CAS for for drifting no stroller. Yeah, yeah. we ain't gonna rat you out. Don't <laughs> worry. <sighs> that was our show. That was the bad with numbers episode twenty five award show mailbag season finale spectacular. Thank you again, you guys. It's been a blast. And you know what? We're gonna come back, and we have already got. Big plans, baby. And I'll just say it now. That Shrek 2 episode, it's fucking happening. (laughs) We know exactly when, and you better believe it's fucking happening. In the meantime, we have been Bad With Numbers from Toronto, Canada. Stay safe out there. Goodbye. Bye.
Hi, you've reached the offices of Badwood Numbers. We're currently on a hiatus right now and can't come to the phone. But please leave a message. And we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Hello? I know you're there. Pick up. Pick up. I've been listening to your e-podcast and I've been hearing those things you've been saying about me. So you away now and enjoy your wee holiday. I'll be waiting right here for you when you get back. Me and my donkey.